Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the first episode of Alyssa Explains It All. I am your host, Alyssa Loop. I'm joined by my wonderful producer, Matt. You want to say hi, Matt? Hey. This is our first episode. I'm really excited because the podcast is going to be a bunch of interviews with people that I love that have, um, you know, changed or shaped my life, but have taught me a lot about relationships. And so it's really exciting to have the first episode be with my little circle girly group chat. And Matt is actually someone who's watched the circle, which is how we became acquainted. And so when we got the news this week that there's a new season coming out and it is the single season, I've never seen someone text me quick enough. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck is happening? I think I explained to you that I have a, a very good friend, Rachel, who showed me, I think we watched the first like six, six episodes of season one. And I was like, I love everything about this show. I love that it's strategic. I love that it's yeah. pretty wholesome for the most part. Like it's not a lot mm-hmm. of like trashy drama. And like yeah. you really got to know and love these personalities. So I think I went home and over a weekend, I finished all three seasons that were available. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like your season was the first season I watched as it was airing live. It was the day it dropped. I feel like the biggest reason why you and I were able to become friends was that I messaged you so quickly. Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. It was like, like, I think the episodes were out for all of eight hours and I got to see in real time, like your follower count go from like a couple thousand mm-hmm. to like a couple hundred thousand over like a couple days. Yeah. You were talking to a to a pillow shaped like a vulva. Yeah, I'm known to do that. And I was producing a podcast for Mary Carey, who you will hear on a future episode of this podcast as well. Yes. And I was like, mm. this girl's got a great personality for Mary's podcast. And you got back to me right away being aware of the show that I was working on, which was like really cool. And we became friends and it was like everything about the circle singles says that this has lost all of the things that made the show charming and different. Right. (laughs) Right. And also just to briefly touch upon this, Mary Carey, for those who don't know, is like a pretty established like porn star. Capital S. Star. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like if you've seen any of like the documentaries about like life after like that sort of thing, like she's a part of, of I think two of those. When she, so you, she was a reality show star in her own right as well, because she did celebrity right. rehab. She did sober house. I love her. 
I'm obsessed. But anyways. They've ruined the circle is what we're trying to say. Right. Like, you know, and, and I'm actually, here's the thing. I'm curious if the people who went on that season knew that it was a single season, meaning that they knew that this would be like a dating and strategy hybrid or if in post, like they were editing it and they were like, wow, this is like a really flirty season and we've like made couples out of this whole arrangement and then they decided to call it the single season because those are like two very different things but like the only reason why I um like I love I love like love is blind and I I like I watched the ultimatum I don't love it but I watched it (laughs) and so like I'm not against like watching those shows necessarily but I would never be on one it's just like not a good match for my personality so I've, I've never wanted to be on a show like that and if I had been cast for the circle and then it later turned into like a dating show I would be so upset because I'd be like I'm here for the strategy listen lady I still blame you and John for this happening in the first place (laughs) (laughs) listen listen i actually would i would i would accept that if netflix did literally anything to recognize that john and i are dating and they literally have never they don't give an actual flying toot that john and i are dating like they did all the promo for love is blind didn't even did not ask us to even say a word about it i was like that is so wild but okay because we literally met essentially love is blind style yeah. if this circle singles gets a reunion episode i will oh my lose God. my if damn you don't mind. host it <laughs> oh i know like because it's like you're you're cl- like and this look there is a biasness because a you and i became friends and then like indirectly through that i have been able to maybe not become as close of friends with other cast members but like mm-hmm. i talk regularly to a few of the cast members from the circle so there's a yeah. slight element of biasness but I do think that across the board, most people found your season either the best season or on par with the first season in like likability and quality. So the idea that mm. Netflix just has like zero interest in like bringing I this know. cast that people really liked back together is mind blowing. I've said it before. We should just do it ourselves. We should just yeah schedule a, a live stream event and just be like hey we're doing we're doing the season four reunion I'm, ourselves <laughs> i'm so not against doing a reunion the only thing that makes me nervous about doing it without like netflix's blessing necessarily is because we all have like ndas of things that we like can't really reveal and it's not like like the purpose of the ndas are sort of unique for the circle because they they just want to keep like the magic of how the show works like preserved as much as they can and so it's one of those things where it's like i might answer i might answer some questions but if you ask me about like the the like technical breakdown of how the show works i don't want to answer that because it's it's not fun anymore like that's part of like what's fun about the circle is like the circle program that you're you're watching and you're trying to figure out like how much of it is real and how are we not hearing each other and like how are we not walking into each other in the halls and like all of those little mechanics I think make the show more entertaining. So like I can answer those questions. I shouldn't, but I can, but it's also not going to be as fun for you as a viewer, I think. And like, again, like just having it be a single season. I also am a little bit confused about how exactly they do that because a big part of the show is catfishing. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Right. Right. And it's also like, 
I I always felt like I, my eye was on the prize. I wanted to make my friendships. I wanted to be as honest as I could, but like I wanted to win that money. And so like if I had like the chaos of being pressured to be in a relationship or flirt, like of course it would make like little suggestions here and there and be like, oh, isn't like so-and-so cute or whatever it is. But it was never like, they were never like um, flirt with brew. Like yeah. it was never that. So like I I'm confused. I'm I'm interested to hear what the experience of the cast was like in this whole process because it just it's just taking something that was like so pure, like a real game show experience, a competition show experience and making it into a dating show potentially, but I guess we don't really have enough information. No, it, we don't have enough information and also it's just like Netflix, you have enough dating shows. Like that's the like this was like one of the only ones. It was this in the mole. Yeah. I'm very curious to see how well it does. I'm also I'm mildly annoyed because I felt like your season was also the most like unpromoted season. Mm. But I'm wondering it's like, oh, we're rebranding it. So like is this thing gonna get like all of the push in the world and then like Well, right. And that would be so disappointing because our season I think had like pretty positive feedback for the most part. Like it would be really disappointing because the fit like it's frustrating because like because you have to ask yourself what the fans want. And I think the fans of the circle, even if the viewership over time maybe like dipped the first season like that was like lightning never strikes twice like that was everyone was obsessed with it it like people burned through that season I think we can all like aspire to have that level of success in the circle but like knowing knowing well that the likelihood of that exact mix of chemistry will probably not happen again but to take this like hard fucking left into what what they're making it seem like they're doing i can't remember who it was it might have been you it might have been john i don't know who keeps telling me that netflix is turning into bravo Uh, that wasn't me but that is accurate yeah and i'm worried about it because i I, like there are parts of like obviously there are shows that netflix produces that are incredible like i haven't even seen midnight club yet because it's on my list but like of course they show me everything else that's not my list (laughs) (laughs) so they make really great shows that are like Netflix only production. And then like, it just feels like all this other stuff is like cannibalizing all of those. Like it's all the dating shows are cannibalizing all of like the, what I thought were better quality, but I mean, people watch what people watch. So I guess they're just trying to like get as many people watching. And I saw um, that Alex also did a poll of if you think this circle singles is a good idea or a bad idea. And it's, overwhelmingly like no yeah. bad idea and one of the things that's also interesting about netflix is they don't they don't release their analytics to anyone, anyone. like there is no information that you can find about what shows are being watched what seasons are being watched like they are airtight on it and so like we as consumers don't have enough information or like power. Your season to really could be the determine. most watched season, and we would never know it because they don't really. We would never numbers. know. Yeah, and I remember, like, I remember at the time being told that our season would never hold the number one spot of like the top ten in Netflix because Ozark had just come out. Yeah on netflix and i was like well why are we up against ozark then why'd you do that well and i forget what podcast i was listening to but they 
even called into question, like, there's this direct correlation with what is the top 10 movies or recommendations and what, like, starts the audio I saw a play. TikTok about this. Yeah. I saw a TikTok Yeah, about and what this. starts the audio autoplay when you log in and, like, what mm-hmm. is the metric for a stream? Is it just the five seconds that it starts playing every single time you log in? Because then you're, like guaranteeing what ends up in what spots just by the sheer promotion of it on the top of everybody's page right it's so bizarre it's so bizarre yeah i don't know it's 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 also the cleanest streaming service like i love hulu but i can't navigate through that thing to save my life (laughs) (laughs) and they have like a lot of variety of things like i feel like i can always find something that fits my mood on netflix and they have a lot of good like throwbacks like i love that forever i will just have gilmore we matt and i are are gillies 100 so like (laughs) we having gilmore girls available at all times is great although i want to say gilmore girls is moving on it's not moving yet but i'm sure it will because yeah basically what's hurting netflix beyond everything else is that like when Peacock launched, they certainly weren't going to renew the contracts to all the biggest shows that were ever on NBC. They were going to wait for those contracts to run up and just put Parks and Rec yeah. in the office and everything on that. Gilmore Girls might be safe because I don't really think there's like a CW app that they're like really right. hardcore trying to push. But right. the second that they make one, <laughs> I'm sure Gilmore yeah. Girls will go away too. It's like streaming services are the only place where I want there to be a monopoly. I don't want a million options. I want like two options and i will pay for it's it's literally at cable level prices now to have all of the streaming apps that you want right exactly exactly and now we have circle friggin singles but we do have the last cast of the regular circle on this week's episode so let's hype that up who do we got on the show today oh my god okay so this is my my circle group chat that I go to for advice about literally anything. They're who I go to when like something really exciting has happened, like in my, in like sort of my personal romantic or professional life, like across the board, like this is like my go-to group chat and it's Parker, Frank, Rachel, and Yuling. And I, I love them all so much. And one of the things that I love so much about this particular interview that we did with them is that you can really see their personalities and how how they are different and sometimes the same as they were on the show. I think mostly pretty different. I would say Yu Ling is the only one where I'm like, yep, they yeah, captured they captured her personality perfectly <laughs> in the show. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. She's exactly the same. But but you know, we all were like on eleven the whole time we were filming. And so even like hearing our more sincere moments of giving like advice to each other, I think will surprise people because we all were just, you know, trying to put our best like entertainment hats on when we were doing the show. But, and like I setting up that call was so funny because it was like Yuling who's like, I'm around literally whenever you just tell me when Frank, who was like, baby, anytime I got you, it's fine. We don't worry. We love you. And I was like, it's like warm support. Um, Yuling is chaotic support. And then Rachel literally had to put a block in her schedule that is stacked from the beginning of the day to the end of the day and then was supposed to have a hard stop and went over 15 minutes. She's like, fuck it. It's fine. Very Rachel. (laughs) And then Parker, who woke up and was like, oh, fuck, is this a FaceTime? What are we doing? What is this? And then I was like, Parker, it's... um, 
it's my podcast and also you need a computer and you need you need just like headphones and she was like i don't have those and i was like okay we're gonna work with what we got (laughs) it's that that i will say that would be my only editor's note is Ladies and gentlemen, I, I tried to work as much magic as I can as a producer and editor of this podcast. And I think this is a very great episode. But at least the first five to ten minutes, it's going to feel like every person on that call is on cocaine. And it does, like, okay. calm down over time. Yeah. But it is high we energy right out the we gate. We were really excited. We really love each other, like, a it lot. It was obvious. And I hit record and I, I was like, s- oh, no. Like, it was yeah. just an explosion of sounds. <laughs> hundred percent and justice for parker because despite all of that she was the first person in the street 100 percent before even Alyssa, which is yes literally may, she was ready i may seem like someone who has a great personality <laughs> but if you just throw me alone with a person who i have never met in my life while i'm waiting <laughs> to fill time i was like i don't know what to do <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so funny i think everyone's really gonna love this episode it's like already I already I love every episode that we've gotten ahead of like every interview that we've done has been so magical and I'm so excited for every single one of them but this one is especially special to me um and and I want to get more circle friends involved in in other um interviews too but this one is is really special so I'm really excited for everyone to hear it I have to like be serious and and not serious, but I need to be like profesh. Wait, like welcome to my podcast. This is this is the inaugural episode. This is the first episode. That's crazy. Oh yeah, we supposed my to quiet? God. Is she gonna introduce us? Are we supposed to be quiet? No, you could you could say whatever you want. Frank is here. Frank is alive. Frank, you won the show. I just feel like you can do whatever you please. Oh goodness. <laughs> please, baby. Don't tell me that. Well, okay, so this podcast is going to be all about like relationships and dating and sex, obviously. Yes. So like that whole show is gonna be. I felt like I had to make it a circle chat and I had to do it with like the girly group chat because it only felt right, you know? And so we have we have all the besties here. We have Parker. Hi. <laughs> we have you, Ling. Hi. Frank. Hi. Oh God. And we have Rachel from The Circle on Netflix. Season uh. four. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really happy to have you guys on the show, and especially for the first episode. Like we've had such an like a cool journey. We've met we met over a year ago, which feels disgusting, it's, and I can't believe it's been that long. It's crazy. crazy. And you. You've been such like amazing friends to me, especially in like getting dating advice personally. Like you guys are like the first people that I've like run to for obvious reasons. So it's just, I'm very grateful that we've maintained this friendship. And it's so funny that like, it's sort of like questioned all the time, whether we're friends in real life. And I'm happy that we all are. All the time. You are. All the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. People always ask if Frank and I are friends because we don't have a single picture together. We have to work on that. I know. We always say that. We're We're always wasted when we're together. Literally. Literally. Too much fun. Too much fun. And, you know, actually living in the moment, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So in the spirit of what the relationship pod is going to be like, I'm curious 
if you guys have felt any differences in the way that dating has been since when we like did the show. I feel like I kind of know the answers for all of you, but from when we did the show to now, do you feel like there's a difference in the way that you like approach dating or not really? Yeah, I think it's worse. It's so, much worse. It's it's so worse. worse. It's like it's like you know. It was like going to like the trash bin to like just throw the trash in there, the and now I feel like yeah. I'm inside, and the trash <laughs> is being thrown on me. We mm-hmm. are the dumpster fire. Yeah. Well, I mean, Parker is in a relationship, so I don't know if she can really answer yeah, that. Par- Parker. Yeah. When I was single, I think it was different, but obviously now I'm wiped up. You're being. <laughs> You're very wiped up. You have a tattoo. I forgot about this. I did. I I got a little tattoo. Let me Um, see. We got like matching initials. So his name's Demarcus. So I got (gasps) wild. I almost Um, pulled it out though, but I did it. Was that your first tattoo? That was my first tattoo. Wow. Wow. That's a commitment. I'm not doing that shit again. That's a big commitment. How did you like come to decide to do that? I've always wanted to like be feel like I like someone enough to do that, and I have not felt that way yet. That's scary. That's scary. I've had this conversation with John before, and he's like, "Even if we're married, I'm not doing it because what if?" And I'm like, "You're crazy." You know what? No, tattoo my face onto your ass at that point. With him, I will talk with him. But I always felt that though. I feel like I feel like I always was like I would never do something like that because that's like for real on you. That's like permanent, but. I don't know, it just felt right. Like I was really confident. Like, okay, cool. Even if I have this, it's never gonna be a problem. But yeah. it's just really spontaneous. We're like past place. So you're like, oh, discounted. I was like, okay, bet. <laughs> <laughs> you're I the only it. person that I know who would be like, okay, bet, and then get a tattoo of your boyfriend on me. I know it's yeah. awesome. Parker's life motto is okay bet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Full send. Yeah. Yeah. That one's my fave. <laughs> I think it's been shitty. I think it's been super yeah. shitty because if I'm talking to somebody, especially like on an app, which I really am not want to do, but if I'm speaking to somebody, the second they even hint that they know who I am, I'm out of there. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. Out of there. Hate it. Hate it. <laughs> Boo. Tomato, tomato, tomato. Rachel, what's like the worst thing someone said? Were they just yeah. like, oh, God, I saw you on the circle love you. I need, to, I need to hear that from Rachel. Okay, I have an answer for this because usually I'd be like, I don't remember, but I have an answer because <laughs> it was so bad. He did the whole, I can't believe I didn't tell you this, Yuling. He did the whole Yuling lost my dog bit. And he was like, your friend gave me this idea. And I was like, are you speaking subversively about the circle right now? Oh like, my God. Can we not do this? And you know, I wrote back and I was like, you know, she did that because it was like comically the worst thing. Yeah, like they, do. like they, I was joking. Yeah, like that was bad was on purpose. I was oh embarrassing my myself on purpose. Oh my God. That is so bad. Up. I would have walked <laughs> after that one. That's so bad. Frank, that. how have your like dating experiences been? Are people like especially weird towards you? I mean, I think the biggest thing like on dating apps. Mm-hmm. It the messages have totally shifted from, oh, I want to take you to Pound Town to like, oh my God, I love you on the circle, and I'm like, yeah. okay, you want to date or what? Yeah, yeah. So I think it's it's just really odd, and I always I don't know. I feel really skeptical to date because I don't know why you want to date me. 
and well, everybody I seriously I have talk several to, reasons of why I want to. A lot it. of reasons. You know, I I agree. I agree. Right. Right. So it's just like, but I'm like, do you have ulterior motives? Right. Yeah. Especially it's, it's, when it's people different. like swing, spin the block. Right. Like, don't like, yeah, it's weird. I feel like, especially because it's not just because you were on the show, you also won the show, and people know that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's weird. It's real weird. But I am going on a date Friday. (gasps) Yeah. I'll see pictures and get off here, babe. Please do. Do you know what the date is yet? Did he pick a place and a time and whatever? Uh, so I don't know if you guys have ever been to D.C. Uh, we're going to this art tech house thing. Uh, it's like digital installation. Every few months, they change the installation. So around like the holidays, it changes to a holiday installation. Spring is spring. And it's like you can touch it and it like moves or if it's water, you'll touch it and it, it's cold. Ooh. It's like real cute like that. But they have a Christmas installation and they invited oh. me and a guest to come, and he just so happened to be in town. Uh, That's so weekend. cute. I was like, yeah, we, we love a plus one. We do. I know. It's really so, cool. I love that. I finally get to take someone with me to these events that I get invited mm-hmm. to. That's gonna be I so fun. Love that. Okay, I'm actually curious um, if you guys have any like top of mind worst dates you've ever been on. Oh, I know you, Ling's worst date. <laughs> 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 That's like a really like legendary story. Legendary. Yeah, it was the best worst date I've ever been on. It was the worst. It was actually the worst worst date I've ever been on. So yeah. Do you want to uh, get some highlights of that date? Highlights, highlights. Okay, yeah. I have to. You know, I have to. I have a hard time condensing things. But highlights included. Um, said that he knew the best matcha place in town. Took me to Chacha Matcha. Um. First question that came out of his mouth was, guess my ethnicity. His. His. Are you trying to cancel me? Oh, oh, he asked me if I watched anime. I said yes, but it's not my entire personality. So then he, then he said, you watch hentai then, which is anime porn. Mm. And I'm like, it sounds like you're projecting. Um, <laughs> he asked me, what are your turn-ons? And... This was, this was my, this was like the fifth question he asked me. And I said, my turn ons. And I was like, okay, if you're going to ask me a question this intimate, can you go first? And he says, family over everything. Yikes. I, I said, incest? <laughs> <laughs> he meant to say, what he meant to say was, are you, like, what are you looking for in a partner? And some other ones, okay, these are my last three of the, of the highlights of this day. He I somehow ended up back at his place because he walked me. He was like, let's go on a walk. And then he walked me directly into his apartment, which was 500 feet away from where we were allegedly so having our coffee date. So and I, did, I simply had no idea what to do. I just, I said, well, I guess I'm here. He said, let me show you, <laughs> let me show you my fashion collection. And it was a hundred Supreme hoodies. Fashion yep. collection. Yeah. I, I have nothing else to say other than that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. and it gets worse. It gets worse, people. Yeah, it does. It's it just does. the PG thirteen version. That's the PG thirteen yeah. version. That's the yeah. PG. There were racist safe words that that were happening. There was biting. There was teeth involved. Oh my oh. god! Oh, someone recently brought up biting to me and like lip biting specifically have you ever had someone who like bit your lip because they thought it was hot and then you were like i'm actually bleeding like there's actual blood dripping down my lip and i'm not having fun get the fuck off me 100 percent. yeah 100 percent 
Mm. Anybody else have bad news? Oh, I have so many. The other, <laughs> we're like the licking week, the, the blood off of it. The other week, I went out with this clown, and he um, <laughs> had baked potato down his pants. Not baked what? potato. I'm so sorry. What? Baked beans. Baked beans. Like he come? Oh. Wait, no. wait, what, do you, what do you mean he had baked beans? <laughs> no, it was. Yeah, you know that you know that phrase that everybody says had baked beans in their pants when they're talking about coming. Um, yeah, I'm no, not, <laughs> not my life. I, no, this is not a thing. A jar of Heinz beans in his pants. No, you're <laughs> correct. It's not a jar. It was outside of the jar. It was or outside of the can. Um, he had a performance where he put a bunch of baked beans down his underwear, and then we went out afterwards. I didn't know he had baked beans in his underwear, and then I was like, it "Smells like beans in here," and he was like, "That is me." I got beans in my pants. Wait, I'm like, <laughs> wait, 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 once you got the beans off of once you got the beans out of there oh my god did you have to eat the beans from around it i would have i love big beans but were they like musky (laughs) yeah wait it's like infused with like beans now yeah like Wait, is this like a sex thing that like really happens or like i've never heard of this no 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 i don't think it was like ribbed for my pleasure or anything oh, I, think, about to go to the yeah. and yeah, I don't know how that'd be pleasurable but no 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 it's part of his show he oh yeah oh, well, why didn't he God. change i don't know he's a stick he was a very stinky boy but that was kind of part of his appeal okay. does that turn you off turn me off yeah Clearly not. I dated oh, him for like, I, yeah, I know I dated him for like six weeks until I was like, I actually don't think we've ever had a conversation before. I don't know how I could even begin to speak to you as a person. So, oh boy, I don't know continue to put the beans in his pants or well, <laughs> no, just every time, just every time I met him after a show, uh, he had beans in his pants, but I, I would, <laughs> I instated a showering rule where I was perfect. Like, you have Please to shower. <laughs> That's great oh. communication that you were like, um, I actually don't mind that you do put beans down your pants. It's not about that. I will need you to just take a quick rinse. Uh, just to keep my pH balanced. Yes. Absolutely. That's good for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I have like a crate. I've never like, before my boyfriend, I didn't do dates. Like I don't think I've ever gone on a date mm-hmm. for real. So like, I would have no idea. I can't answer this one. Are you like a, like, let's just go out. I feel like you are like we'll just like go out together versus like sitting down at a date. I'm gonna be so honest. I think before it wasn't even a let's go out together. I think it was more just it, I wasn't even trying to hang out with them. So it was Understood. just and I was good with that. So I don't think I've ever had a crazy dating story. That's True. lucky. Yeah. Frank, do you have a bad date? It wasn't a bad day. It was an interesting day, and I actually am very good friends with. Let me see. Is that the worst date I ever been on? So I have like. If you ever watch me eat, I don't get things on my, like, mouth. I'm very mm-hmm. intentional about opening. I don't like stuff on my mouth, stuff on my hands. When I eat, I have mm-hmm. to have a whole bunch of paper towels. I'm very, like, ugh. I don't mm-hmm. like that. So I went out to eat with this guy, and he is, like, 
one of my greatest friends right now. So he might actually listen to this because he's super supportive. And I never told him this story. Oh, no. <laughs> but so we were at the table and he had fries. And I'm a dipper. I'm not a uh, mm, yeah. soak yeah. them in ketchup and eat them. And he was like eating the fries like we're drenched in ketchup. And I was sitting, it was very intimate. So I was sitting right across from him. And I don't even know if this was technically a date, but it was like ketchup all over his hands. And I was just sitting across from him, like looking at him, like what is going on? Like, and he was like licking his fingers. And I'm just like, oh my God. That's such yeah. a big ick. I like. I sort of understand if he was eating like ribs, but you're eating fries. There's like yeah. no reason. No, There's no, no reason. Careful. Well, I, I think he was probably like he gets really high, and I know oh. like when I get high, I get very. That hungry. is no excuse. You're right. I'm trying to help. That is I no really excuse. Like, Raymond, if you're listening to this, no, I love you so much, but I think that there really should be room for constructive feedback. Okay, I just tell you I have to tell you the highlights of the worst date that I ever went on because um it was it was in my freshman year of college. I went on a date with a guy who was when I was he was a senior when I was a freshman and everyone was like obsessed with him. He was so cute. Everyone loved him. And he DM'd me on Facebook because okay, Alyssa. Facebook, Facebook messenger. Is he because so cute? Elderly. <laughs> yeah. Cute. Wait. Okay. You know, my best friend and her husband, they met each other via Facebook post or via oh. Facebook um, poke. That's so romantic. That's Same so with my sister and her wife. See, it was bringing people together. Yeah, I got fucked so many times from being poked. That's how it starts. Okay, yeah. so I went out with this guy. We went out to, we went for ramen, and he was older than me. He's like four years older than me. But when the bill came, I offered to split it. And I'm a freshman in college. Like, I don't have money. But I was being polite, and he took he took me up on it, which is totally fine. But I thought it was strange because I know that he, he like, lives in a beautiful apartment in, like, the village. I was like, why are you splitting the ramen? I was like, maybe it's not a date. Maybe we're just, like, hanging out. So, and that's fine. So then we're, like, we went to this, um, like, oddities store. It had, like, all these, like, like a, like, apothecary table or, like, a mortician's table from, like, the 1800s. And it was really interesting and bizarre. Then we went back to his apartment and ordered some, like, I think we got, like, I want to say it was Japanese food, but I don't remember. But I remember he got grilled octopus, and I really don't like grilled octopus. Something about, like, the tentacle on my tongue just gives me the ick. I can't do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. can't do it. No. Not for me. <clears throat> and at that point, I'm like, okay, like, we're having fun. <clears throat> we're trying new things. We're just, we're, we're having a little, you know, a fun time. Then it took, like, a really hard left because he tell- starts telling me about his ex-girlfriend who oh. lived at the apartment that I was actually standing in at that time, oh. um, that they got a bunny together. Then she cheated on him, left left him with the bunny. The bunny got terribly sick. He had to take the bunny to go get surgery. It was $600, and the bunny ended up passing away. And I'm like, sir, <gasps> I just, <laughs> like, this is not, I, I didn't. I would have called my bank. I was like, it's <laughs> yeah (laughs) that bunny died i need a return on that investment yes so telling me this horrible bunny story and then um 
And then he just starts sobbing at me. He just starts sobbing. Oh. No, that's an ick. That's an ick. It was an ick. It was an ick when he brought up how his ex lived there and we were just standing there. It was our first date. Like, why are we having this conversation? The dead bunny. Then he starts sobbing. And then he tells me that. Then he just goes, Alyssa, I really want to, but I can't fuck you. And I was like, we have not even I don't even want to fuck you. Then he brings out the ashes of his money. (laughs) Literally, I was like, we haven't even kissed. And I was just sitting there and I was like, okay. Um, (laughs) I'm so sorry about that. I'm going to go. And then I left. And it was really bizarre. And I I, I, did you block him? No, I didn't have to because he just like never spoke to me ever again. Um, I'm hoping that he was mortified. But he also, uh, his family owns a bakery that's like all over new york city so i see his name all over the place so i think about him often oh my god he's magnolia from magnolia bakery he is he's a delicate french man no oh oh my god i didn't believe that i was like that's crazy can i get i I had a guy i had a guy cry in my bed one time um after after sex (gasps) he cried was it like well, you knew that that was the best sex you would have ever had ever? He was yeah, and then I, I and then I let him go out of the window. I said, "Be free." <laughs> no, I actually don't know why he cried, and I <laughs> wanted to explore it a little bit, but he was being very evasive about it, and he was sit- sitting on the like edge of my bed crying, and then he brought his own beer. And because I don't really drink or anything. So he brought his own beer and like snapped the bottle on my bed and was like crying into the beer. And then like, what? And then I was like, bye, you know, (laughs) and then four years later, he was my Uber driver. (gasps) (laughs) I did not recognize him until after. Um, Did he recognize you? 1,000%. Oh, God. Oh, no. My, and the truth of the matter is, he he looks so, he's very (gasps) handsome, but he just looks like any person. He looks like like an NPC, you know? So I was just like, I don't know. But yeah, no, he was my Uber driver. That's crazy. I will say, I've never had someone cry in my bed, but I've cried in someone's bed. And it's, I do the embarrassing things. Like, I'm the embarrassed one. (laughs) That was like the worst. I look back, I'm like, that was so embarrassing. Why did <laughs> you try? I remember this is like my freshman year of college. And in high school, I had a boyfriend for like two years, basically. So I wasn't like used to hooking up with people. So this, I think, was like the second time I ever hooked up with anybody. And he was coked out, drunk as fuck. And I went back to his place and he was just, <laughs> he was just sucking on a titty. I just started hysterically crying, like bawling oh. your and then he was, he didn't even notice too. What? He kept talking about your titty. <laughs> at that point, did you want him to notice or did you not want him to notice? Like, because I think at that point, I'd be like, I feel like you need to see this. I feel like you need to just like bring your eyes up to what's happening here because. Right. I don't know how he did it because it's not like I was like lightly crying. I mean, tears were coming <laughs> down to my boobs. So like, I don't know how he didn't notice. Did it hurt? I- no. Did it hurt? Yeah. No, it didn't hurt. I mean, I just, I was just going through it. But then I pushed him <laughs> up. And I was just like, I have to leave my friends in the hospital. He was like, what? <laughs> I don't know why I came up with that. I was like, my friends in the hospital. I really have to. <laughs> 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 you 
got that note telepathically. Like, oh no. Oh my god, she's in the hospital. My phone was in the other room. So he was like, <laughs> <laughs> her friends in the hospital. I didn't even have my shit. Wow. That's amazing. That's hilarious. Oh my god. I love that that was your go-to excuse uh, without your phone in the room. That's really yeah, incredible. I could have just been like, hey, I'm not into this. But, yeah. Like, I was so guilty. I was like, how do I get out of this like weird situation? That's and you were in that same thing it. one time. You had, you I had did to the get same out thing? of a date that way. I just remembered that what I just said was not my worst date. My oh my god! Was this year. What? What was yes. it, Frank? What happened? So basically, I was talking to this guy, and I hope he listens to this because he's a bitch. Yes. Um, but I was talking to this guy, and we were talking, we were chatting it up. It was around the time the finale of the show was coming out that we had met. So you guys know I had a party here that weekend. Like the mm-hmm. show came out Wednesday. I had a party Sunday. So oh. we were talking and he was like, oh, well, you know, he stayed like two hours away, wanted to come up to the party, came up to the party. He was like, no tickets are sold out. I just want to come like, you know, celebrate you, buy your drink, just show my face. And I was like, oh, that's real nice. Like very nice, really nice. That weekend, went to his house, spent the night with him. Uh, we had food, we listened to music, we cuddled real great. Took me home the next morning. I was late for work. Like, we held hands on the way home. I was, like, really being romanticized in my head. Really cute. Yeah. But he had already told me. It was kind of my fault, too, which I do this a lot. But he had told me that he didn't want to be in a relationship, whatever. Um, But I was, like, over here, like, head over heels in the the flower garden. (laughs) So he was about to move to Atlanta. And I went to work, and I was so sad about it, telling my friends. I was like... You know, I really like him, and he's about to move. Like, I, I hate this. This sucks. So, fast forward, he ended up, the reason he was moving to Atlanta was for a job. He The job ended up kind of falling through, and he ended up moving to D.C. So, the weekend he moved here, I was having, that was my last week of work, and I was trying Wait, to. Um, I'm just realizing this is. This is no you. You briefly mentioned this guy when we are we were on our way yeah. to the rap party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Yes. Okay. Continue. Mm-hmm. So, I am. He he was really nice. He was moving in the midst of moving his stuff, and I was like, I really want to go and get my kids some pizza, but I don't want to leave the building and go get the pizza and have to come back and bring it all the way. And he was like, Well, let me know what you want to get. Like, really nice. Brought the kids pizza to the school. And wow. like really nice, really sweet. So we went on on a date the first weekend he was here, that following maybe Saturday. And y'all know I'm always late. That's something that I'm actively working <laughs> on. Um, so I was late. I was like 30 minutes late, but I had said, Oh my god, I forgot my wallet at home. I'm gonna be a little late. That's a good so excuse. It was. I mean, it was a lie, but it was a good excuse. I'm That's a good, good lie. Yeah. yeah. So got there and we were talking, having a good time, and he brought up something that really shook me to the core. He said, you know what you need? You need a manager. I could be a good <gasps> no manager for you. Stop. You're lying. I was like, wow. Really? So we were there. We left Did you just there. pissed, Rachel? <laughs> yeah, I hate that. Oh, it gets worse. It gets worse. <gasps> So we were there and then we went to another place across the street. It was a bar. And damn, this was a bad day. You <laughs> uh, said that? Oh, yeah. No, I'm t- in my head, I'm just recalling oh, it. I'm yeah. like, oh, oh I was like, day. I know. Oh, he said that. Said, no, but when I tell y'all what he said to me, y'all are gonna be like, what? What? So we were still talking. He still brought up like 
this was around the time I was going to New York for um our, my pride event. And he was like, yeah, you know, you should have a hotel and all this stuff, like, paid for, et cetera, et cetera. He was like, yeah, that's why you really need a manager. Like, help bringing it up. So then he was like, you know what? I just really don't understand. Um, because on TV, your personality is just kind of up here. And when you're in person, it's kind of flat and down here. What? What? Yeah. what? Oh, my God. The character oh, you saw on TV isn't all, me all the time? I said, I said, we're in a elaborate hotel bar right now. Do you expect me to be on? Do you want me to get on top of the mm. counter and start shaking my ass? What? Like, I'm confused. What? It was terrible. And he's like taking pictures of me, posting it on his <gasps> Instagram, ew, tagging ew, me. Ew, block him. So bad. So oh this y'all know I'm nice. I don't really know how to like disengage from stuff like that because yeah. I'm not. I'm not confrontational. I'm just really, really nice. So I'm like, we're, he's like, okay, well, um, I had, he had already talked about going to another bar. At this point, he's tipsy. I can tell. Uh, so we're walking to my car. He insists on holding my hand. He's got his phone like this while we're walking, and he's holding my hand, like recording. No. Get to my car. He's like tonguing me down in public at my car. Um, so then I get to the other bar, and I'm just like, fuck, I'm I'm really not comfortable. I called my friend. I was like, I'm not comfortable. And I know he's tipsy. I don't know what to do. So I got in there and he was he was still drinking like wow. more and end up knocking his drink like over the people at the bar and it like spilled on them. And I was like, I have to get the fuck out of here because as soon as I walked in there, somebody was like, oh, you're from the circle. And I'm very right, like, I have, yeah. yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? So I called my best friend. I was like, please like you need to tell you're drunk and I need to come get you. I need to get mm. the fuck out of here. Uh so fast forward, I end up leaving him at the bar. Uh he texted me like three hours later. I went out and went out with my friends and was partying and I felt so bad because I was like, fuck, I lied. So I ended up texting him. I was like, hey, you okay? He was like, Yeah, I'm just still here where you left me. Um and I was like, oh. so uh -huh. then like, I felt bad because it was like two days later and I hadn't heard from him and I was like well he he was a nice person I just don't think we could date like I think there's friend potential there potential I mean I don't so think anyone who says that to you like oh my your personality on tv is like crazy but then in person it's flat like I would have left no. right there I'd been like who the fuck do you think you are also the fact he's mentioning manager stuff like you know his intentions right there yeah and, yep. I understand though, because I'm too nice of a person, so I don't know how to get myself out of those situations. Damn, y'all! What? The, I wish that you guys, you guys are all so lovely and kind. Like I wish that you had an inch of me inside of you, so that you could feel <laughs> happy to yell at people. You could feel mm -hmm. it, it. It could fill you with joy. Like I <laughs> would. If yes. I were in that position, I would be like, "What the fuck? What are you trying to do here?" But yeah, you know. I call then they put the icing on the on icing on the cake, and this is a long story. I'm gonna wrap it up right here. Um, I called him and I was like, "Hey, you know, let's do something. Like, let's do lunch. Like, I'm my treat because I, you know, he was basically like, I don't feel like you really left like to take care of your friend. I feel like you left me, uh, which was warranted. I'm like, you're right, but um, yeah. I felt bad because I'm like, that's mm -hmm. not me. And if somebody had did me that way, I would be fucking pissed. Yeah. Uh, so then fast forward, he was like, well, you know. If we link up again, it won't be on my accord. I feel like, you know, it would have to be on your accord. And I was like, that's completely understandable, blah, blah, blah. So we get off the phone. I get on Twitter and no. I see a tweet. You show up late. 
you don't say thank you, you leave abruptly, and <laughs> and you expect to see me again next or something like that. Then there was another tweet. He was like, uh, please don't ever fumble the opportunity to be in my presence. I didn't respond. Really? I'm like, you yeah. are yes, too bad. The opportunity. Wow. That is so disrespectful. He is manifesting. He is manifesting the lifestyle he wants to lead clearly. Yeah. Um, and God bless. Bless his heart. Yeah. His heart. And then I never responded. I And then I went, you know how you can go on, Twitter, on Instagram and like send your tweet to Instagram? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm not about to acknowledge this. I'm not about to. I don't do that. You, we just got off the phone like three minutes ago. Yeah, right. So we could have talked if that's how you felt, you could have said that on the phone. Um, yeah. so I didn't see like his Instagram bubble pop up, and I was like, let me go ahead and mute this because I'm just not gonna acknowledge you. I'll let people sit around, I don't, I don't like to block people for real, for real. Yeah, I'll mm -hmm. let you sit around and enjoy the show. So one day, I was like, one day somebody had tagged him in something, and the line wasn't under his name, and I was like, that's weird. So I went to click, I tapped it, and it wouldn't tap. I'm blocked. Block. He blocked you. He blocked me, I guess, because I didn't respond to his attempts to lure me in. Oh, bless and him. I'm just like, Lord bless you, because, babe, you'll continue to see me around. Yeah. Wow. That was a bad day. Yeah. That's a bad yeah. day. Yeah. And I'm just like, how dare you try to get, how about you get to know me as me and not what you saw on TV? Yeah. yeah. That's he what was obviously said. looking for something like that. Yeah. He clearly is lacking in his personal life and was looking for it in someone else. And that is, that's yeah, disappointing. That's yeah. I agree. But like Rachel said, God bless. But I'm not that nice anymore. I'm, I appreciate moments like yeah. that because I'm able to say you will not play. Nobody will ever play with me. like Exactly. That. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to never be in that position again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like some of the best advice that I ever got was in terms of dating was that just because a person like if something doesn't work out, it's never a rejection. It's just that person wasn't meant for you. And that's right. okay. Like mm -hmm. the, like we needlessly apply this like rejection towards ourselves. And that's not the case. That person is just not for you for whatever reason that is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. Do you guys have any like um, dating pieces of advice that you look or like things that you have to remind yourself of often or something that somebody told you that you thought was particularly like uh, solid yeah, yeah oh that's a really good one mm -hmm. what was it set clear boundaries yeah yes at the beginning mm -hmm. yeah boundaries and to, expectations you, Alyssa. Yeah. i would say the same thing as you like if it doesn't work out it's not a rejection it's really just not meant for you you have yeah. to realize that and not get stuck on it you know because when you look back in the future, you're going to be like, oh, that really wasn't for me. It happened mm -hmm. for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. And I think having a realistic view of how you are contributing to the thing, for me, which is very specific to me, I have to remind myself that everybody else isn't also autistic. So <laughs> I need to like, I need, in a dating situation, I need to be like, oh, I am being a little bit cold or I haven't checked in on this person. They don't mm -hmm. know that that doesn't mean I don't like them. So like, I need to be very aware of the way I'm acting. I feel like, which I, my gut is always to be like, yes, bitch, drag him. But also <laughs> I feel like there's a certain amount of like healthy self-awareness 
inside of a relationship. And it doesn't mean you have to change. Like I'm never going to change. I physically, chemically cannot. But I do know that me being self-aware about who I am inside of that relationship means that not every person is going to fit me. So like, instead of being like, what am I doing wrong? What's going wrong here? Recognizing like, we don't speak the same language or like, you're not going to get, pick up what I'm putting down. So it's time to move on. So like, that's, that's been healthy for me. Yeah. I have a lot of that conversation, honestly, like in my relationships now, like even with John, like there are things that are, are definitely like my like pain points. I try to be very self-aware of the things that I like, I can be very stubborn. So I try to be very self-aware of the times where I'm like, is this actually something that's important to me or am I being stubborn for the sake of being stubborn? And if there are times when I'm in, in my relationship, in my like conflicts, which we don't have many, but when they do happen, I have to think to myself, like, is this the case? Am I just being stubborn for no reason? And sometimes I'll just like say, like, I can't tell if I'm being stubborn for no reason. So like maybe we revisit later. And (laughs) recently he brought something up to me that I didn't realize was something that I do. Like some of the way that I phrase things was, like feeling condescending towards him which Mm. I never am trying to be condescending but Mm. I grew up with a very condescending parental figure and it was like a similar thing where like it was not purposeful but like but their upbringing was also condescending it's just like you know a wonderful family Mm. gene that we've passed down so like being able to have those conversations that are open and just being like hey I love you but like we need to like clear this up so that we can just Maybe it's not something that's going to change right away, but at least we both know that like, I'm not trying to be hurtful and I'm not trying to do that, but it's a blind spot for me. And so like, we're now sort of like navigating that, that um, whole situation. That is, that's very, we try you Ling, what about you? Do you have any dating advice? Yeah, I feel like, (laughs) I feel like a lesson learned on my end is I think that like, sometimes we well, we live in a society, but mm. also <laughs> when you're either like a single and sometimes you get the question like by choice, mm. like, or, you know, and it's kind of like, why is it either that I'm like single or I'm in a couple and that if I'm mm. single, there's something wrong with me. So there's always this pressure to like be in a couple dumb um, or just in a couple. But um, I think that like the number one piece of, not, I don't even want to say number one, but like a big piece of advice that I would give is that like, I think sometimes and this maybe speaks a little bit to, you know, Rachel, your point as well, but like, I think we sort of try to mold ourselves to be more desirable to another person. Mm -hmm. And whether that's because you're like infatuated with them in the very first phase of meeting someone, you know, you kind of ignore the red flags and, or, or you see the red flags and you justify it. And then you change yourself and, you know, you kind of tolerate that. And I think that the number one thing that ends up happening is we are so scared to be alone that we would rather be in a miserable relationship where we're trying to convince ourselves that things are okay. Mm-hmm. And slowly you chip away at yourself because the only thing that costs you is your is your self-confidence, your esteem, anything like that. And I think that like a lot of issues that come into play, like communication or like uh, just being truthful to yourself, Cause then like, you know, if you want to make sure that you, you are the most desirable person to this person that like, you know, you want to like you, um, you end up not bringing up the things that are red flags, Mm -hmm. like, you know, and then if they say that you're a bitch originally, you'd be like, what? But instead you're like, yeah, yeah, maybe I am. And then they can start to tell you what you are and you'll just be that. 
Um, And so you end up losing yourself in a lot of that. So I think that like my number one piece of advice is like, don't try to become desirable to somebody else. If that person doesn't fuck with you all the way, then Mm -hmm. you actually don't fuck with them. Yeah. 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 And so that's my piece of advice. I love that. It like the two things I thought of when you were talking about that is when people show you who they are, believe them and like, Mm. don't make excuses for like who this person is clearly is. And then I also realized I'm 29. So I'm, I'm like in my, my elder years of my twenties. That's me with a walker. (laughs) That's a walker. So like one of the things that I realized as I'm like getting like out of my twenties, especially I used to do this thing and I can't be the only one who did where like, like a good example of this was recently I was talking to John and he was talking about the 1975 and he was like, Oh, they have a new album. Did you listen to it? And I was like, Oh no, I haven't listened to it yet. And he's like, do you like them? And I was like, you know what? I I've listened to like some of their songs, but I've never really like spent time listening to them. So I think I do, but I could just just don't really know their music. Mm -hmm. And if, if I had been in that exact same situation, like, five or 10 years ago, I would have, I, because I know the 1975 is popular because my boyfriend likes them. I would have been like, yeah, no, I love them. I yeah. Love them. Love and them. Went, look and what? went home and listened to every single Any fucking album. song. Any album. And then they suck, but you're like, they're so <laughs> no, they're so good. They're the next Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> and then send a song to him be like thinking of you today. Yeah. <laughs> and then you realize you put in so much more effort than they exactly and all he did was ask me if I've ever listened to them and I've done like all of it and I realized later (laughs) that like I've I've done that so much like even in just like friend situations like for fucking what and also like like those little moments are important because it's like the little those little tiny pieces of foundation of like who you are like it's like that stuff is important. You come to come to the table with your full self all the time and then if it doesn't work out the person wasn't for you and then you move on you know Mm -hmm. it's just crazy okay so if you could do the show over again would you do anything differently and do you feel like the show portrayed you in the like right way if I were to do the show again I think this is like obviously very obvious I wouldn't go in as my dad I just did that honestly as like a strategy to actually get in the show Mm -hmm. Um, and do something a little different and like mix it up but the second I got in there I was like I regret this I'm gonna be out within a day like I knew right there um and then honestly I think it was very hard for me to watch the show I still haven't watched the full thing but from what I've seen of myself I don't really like how I was portrayed I just wasn't a huge fan of it you know a lot of knowing you in person like you are the one person that whenever I talk to anybody about the show I'm like literally could not be more different than the way that you were represented on the show because you are so intelligent every time like the 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 group chat is coming up with advice back and forth like you have the most insightful things to say over and over and over again like you are big brain baby you are big brain and it's just like they really thank you (laughs) (laughs) no but it is really true like I think how I am like normally is like so different from the show you can't even compare the two people mm-hmm. um but again maybe that would have changed if I went in as myself because then I could just be fully myself and like say what I want to say and not have to like change it up so much but again the way I per- was portrayed I didn't like it personally it didn't really represent me um yeah. I didn't show my personality as much but I don't regret doing the show because I met you guys yeah yeah okay you laying your next 
I um, heart loaded question. And I don't mean necessarily gameplay stuff. Like I'm not right, expecting you right. to be here to be here and be like, I betrayed you because I know there's going to be people <laughs> listening that are going to expect that. And no, I don't want, <laughs> I don't care. She <laughs> got on her podcast and even say she would do right, it. And if you don't say that you regret that decision, I will have a YouTube video up tomorrow that says my truth. Living La Vida Loca. <laughs> you know, I'll say this. There are in that game, you only work with what you have at the moment. And we're also highly on edge. Like yeah. we're so stressed out. You haven't talked to anybody that, you know, you <laughs> would in the real world. And so when I watched it, there were moments of cringe. There were so many moments where I was like, really, bitch? Like, oh, my <laughs> God. And I'm like, no! Like, you know, where I'm screaming at it because like, that's so embarrassing to me. It's so cringe to me. Um, but I wouldn't change it. The reason why is because look at the outcome. Yeah. And and also, at the end of the day, it is a game. Like, game. did we not go in there and have fun? And, like, we came out of it and we all love each other. That's the yeah. best part. Are there moments that I was cringed out at um, that maybe I did moments where I felt personally annoyed at myself or like, you know, you could see something, you're like, oh, damn, I wish I said something differently. I wish I did something differently. But at the same time, like, what, what if, if that were to happen, who who knows what the outcome would have been? You, We're only saying that based on um, comparing what could have been to what mm-hmm. did happen. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I walked out of there having a great time and yes, there are moments, again, like I said, that I maybe, you know, see sometimes that I'm like, I need to cover my eyes or like, this. <laughs> I do not need to see that again. Or like, no, this is, I know what's happening and I'm just going to turn it off. But I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it. And here's another thing too. I think I had a really big anxiety thinking of how I would come across and something that I've had to learn slash I am still working with is that you are going to come across how you come across and people are going to interpret you differently and they're going to interpret you the way that they want. Mm-hmm. And so while people not may not all fuck with you, there are people who will. And so that's okay. So either, either you fuck with you or you don't, but I cannot, I cannot shift who I am and you know, how I can be portrayed because either way, if, if I were to be portrayed as, you know, like an angel or whatever, someone's like fake ass bitch. So no matter right. what, right there's there's no controlling that yes agreed okay miss rachel i think the one thing i would change about my experience in there is like i was so confounded by the idea that my decisions would financially impact another person that oh my god yes totally it killed me and like i didn't know what i didn't know anybody's situation i didn't know who was comfortable who wasn't not that that matters but like it just it fucking killed me. It feels like you're taking away that money it, from somebody when it was and no one's, you know? It weighed so heavily on me that it really um, impaired my ability to have a little bit more fun with it because I felt like it's hard mm-hmm. for me as, you know, somebody with my brain, it's hard for me to communicate in a way that is like shows personality but is also direct and is also concise like that's something that's really hard for me so I just took it way too seriously again like same as you Ling I don't regret the way anything went down because I think you know all's well that that ends well type of thing but like I could have had more fun I could have I could have let go a little bit more 
and the way it was portrayed, like, I don't know, I am a pretty, like, I'm not quiet, but I'm not the loudest. And I do think that maybe like a lot of my humor is a little bit more meditative. Like you have to stay, the camera would have to stay on me for like a good 90 seconds in order to get <laughs> something. So yeah. the way that the thing is cut up, you know, it's a lot of me just like, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so like, I think, I think people are surprised that I'm like, personable. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, whenever I meet somebody, they're like, oh my God, you're not, you seem full of life. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, you know, standing right here. I'm not dead. I'm not, not yet. I'm working on it. Um, yeah, (laughs) I was, I was overall pretty okay with it. Um, I could have tried harder. I could have put on makeup once. God <laughs> One time, Rachel, please. Oh, it was even, no, even like the producer was like, do you want to like get dressed up today? Clam it and I was like, to go from here to literally where I could see it right there. Right. No. Right. right. You're asking me to stand in the kitchen. Like, do yeah. you need <laughs> Do you need a full beat from me? Oh my God. I agree very much with the seriousness because when I watched it, I am sort of like a, I'm not, I'm a little bit of like a serious person. I think in real life too, like I lean more serious than I do silly, but like even watching it, I was like, can you fucking relax? Oh my God. But in reality, no, I couldn't because I was so stressed that like my jaw was like, tight as fuck and like I relate very much to feeling like you're taking something away from someone when you have to make decisions about who stays and who goes like I the first thing I did when I got off the show after like like being upset fine I got off the show the first thing I did when I got my phone back was I looked up Krissa because I was like I need to I need to make sure she's okay I need to make sure she's okay because she has a wife and she has a daughter and I was like she has to be okay and then I saw that like she has like a very successful career and social presence and I was like okay Mm -hmm. And it was like a huge, huge weight, but it's still like, I don't know. It's hard either way. You guys are like such good people. I'm going to be so honest. I didn't didn't think of stealing money from anybody twice. I was like, I really couldn't care less if I take money from anyone. If Parker went in there by herself, she would have won it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Legit, I think you would have. I think you would have. Well, damn, bitch. Okay. Okay. I, she definitely would have like fucked some shit up though for no, sure. I don't think I would have won. I think I would have gone a lot further. But yeah. honestly, like, mm, even thinking of that show, it just is like upsetting because I'm like, I could have done so much from it, but also I can't regret. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It yeah. It's fine. But please don't put me back. Like I don't want to go back. I'm good. <laughs> um, Frank, what about you? Do you have any um things that you would do differently or? Do you feel like you were portrayed in the right or wrong way? Oh my God, that's a cute light. I like that it's Thank you. I'm scratching my head with it. Oh, divine. <laughs> I think <laughs> the only thing I would have did differently is learned how to cut my hair before I came. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I walked around with that do-rag on every fucking day. Oh my God. Like, it was so intense yes and like Mm -hmm. trevor when trevor and um everson came in to that room i was like how the fuck does (laughs) y'all look good 
Like I was so pissed because I looked like a fucking woolly mammoth. Oh my god, you did not. You did not. Jesus. No, your hair was crazy. I agree. <laughs> it was. I know. I mean, especially when you look at it, how I suppose like this is how I'm I supposed see you to how look. clean you usually look at those. Ways. Oh my god, it's so clean. It's so clean. So I think that was it. I think I I don't I think out of anybody I could never open my mouth and say that <laughs> I don't like how I was portrayed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. they, we literally had like an ode to Frank in the last five minutes of the show. Michelle was like, and in the words of the wise Frank, just like Frank always says. Yeah, like... so I don't. But I also think that I I don't know. I think I was super I was, I think, kind of like how Alyssa said she was, like, really serious. Mm -hmm. I was so, um, well, it was kind of like two things. I think I was so focused on being entertaining because um, I'm like, okay, I don't know what, you know, you don't know what everybody else is doing in their room. Right. And I had a right. producer that's like, you got to give us, you know, big energy. Like, you're here. Like, he would tell me all the time you're here for big energy like that's what they that's what they want from you that's what they want to see and i'm just like well fuck what is everybody else doing yeah um but yeah i think so so fixated on that and i think i was also very hyper aware of everything i said everything i did um because i knew how my initial thoughts could possibly be spent or portrayed so i never if you were to roll the tape and actually see a scene and they asked for my reaction, it would take me about at least one or two minutes to actually respond. And my mm -hmm. producers would get so mad at me because they were like, we know, like, you need to tell us what you're thinking. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you're going to get what I, what I'm thinking. But after right. I thought about it in depth yes. to mm -hmm. see how I should respond. That's right. No, that was really smart. Right. One thing I wish I did because I didn't at all when they would say like bigger reactions, we need this, we need that. Like it never occurred to me like this is really going on TV. So mm -hmm. the things I totally. did, like, things said, I literally couldn't watch because I was cringing at myself. I was like ew, like <laughs> certain things, but I wish I thought about it more. So I think you're smart in that way, even yeah. if it's a couple minutes because I responded so quick. I didn't even mm -mm. think this was really been going on TV. I wasn't even processing it. No, I was just like, and I, I think also like somebody that studies how people, like have studied how people think, I would listen to the questions that they would ask right. and I would read what was on the screen and I would see mm -hmm. what everybody else would say. And I would be like, I know what they want in this moment. And it's up to me if I give it to them or not. Yeah. Um, Cause I know mm -hmm. what you're searching for. I know what you want me to say. And yeah. um not doing that absolutely Damn, good for you, you. Like, you like really have to be if anybody who is autistic listening to this who wants to go on the circle you've got to be really sure of yourself okay because like all these things that you're saying i could not do like i was sitting there and they were like well tell us how you feel explain how you feel now say it again now say it bigger and i was like i don't i can't process if what I'm saying right now is like up to your standards yes. or like, I don't know how to- Is this what you want? Right, is this what you want? Cause I don't feel any different. Like I don't yeah. understand. So it is, it is very, 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 it's a skill. It's definitely a skill. A hundred percent. I kept saying to my Vogue over and over again, I feel like I'm boring. I feel like I'm boring. I feel like I'm boring. And she was like, you're not 
you're not boring. And I was like, I just feel like I am, but I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to be anything else. So like, this is all like, this is all I got. So mine was opposite. Like, really? Like, you're boring. You're so boring right now. Please stop it. One time, one time they didn't know. I think that they accidentally wired in like the speaker system as opposed to like the internal walkie system because <gasps> my my vog was talking to somebody to, to like a different oh. clearly like a Netflix like producer like line producer or something and they were like what is she even doing and then my vog was like she's just playing the accordion and I was like All I did was read. So anything else you saw was forced. And I, I used to be pissed. I, I, I read and I took like crazy notes to the extent that my Vogue was like, I think you need to take a break. Like you need to like take your mind off of this for a second because it's not good for you. And I was like, I'm having fun. I've never been competitive in my life before this game, like ever. That's why I was terrible at sports. I was like, I literally just don't care to win. Like, I don't know how else to explain to you. I literally don't give a shit. And in this circumstance, I don't know what happened, but I was a fucking psycho. And like, I could not turn off from it. And now like, since then, I'm like, I need to like, I feel like I need to like get this competitive energy and put it somewhere else. I need to go on like Big Brother or something and like duel it out. You're so brave. Yeah, I want to be Big Brother too. Oh, I'd rather (gasps) die than do another competition. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Um, I feel like people would gun for me though. I'm sure they. I'm sure that they they would. would. Unless they just don't know who I am. If they're smart, then they would. Yeah. Yeah, if they're smart, because I know I could. I would definitely take it and you come in you come in with the sneak attack because you're like what was so interesting about the way that everything played out in the circle was you were just yourself you were so nice to everyone you were undeniably the most charismatic friendly person like nobody could take that nobody could like change anything about your game because you were just simply being yourself you were honest as best as you possibly could like obviously Mm -hmm. it's like a a game where you have to be a little bit mysterious and secretive and strategic you are as honest as you possibly could be, and you fucking won. So, like, who could yeah. be mad? Yeah. So, yeah. I, mean, I feel like people be like, oh, my God, I don't want to see him home because I like him. And I'd be like, I don't, yeah, It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Listen. Oh, my God, but I so enjoyed it. It was the best. Yeah. All right, guys, Ooh. we're coming up on time. Rachel has a busy day. She's a businesswoman. Yes. Bye, bye, bye. Sell, sell, sell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't envy your calendar at all, but it's so gross right now. It's terrible. Oh my god! Thank you guys for coming on. This like means so much to me. I love you guys. Our like group chat means the world to me. So I'm glad that we got the group chat on the pod first. I love you very much. We love you. Well, thanks for having us as your first guest. So cute. (laughs) Start the party off right, babe. Hell yes! I love you guys. Thank you for coming on. Love you. We love you. you. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I loved it. I hope you loved it. And if you would like to be included in a future episode, you can send your questions about anything related to sex, relationships, plain old life, life stuff. 
You can send those questions to Alyssa explains it all pod at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Questions can be anonymous if you'd like, but if you'd like a little shout out, that's also fine. I'd love to have you all included. So send us an email. I will also put that email address in the bio of my Instagram. So send those questions away. Can't wait. Oh, 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 oh